Welcome to Tabernacle of Praise, Church of God in Christ, where we believe in encouraging, empowering, and equipping people to live victoriously through Jesus Christ. Join us now as we enter into our worship experience. We pray that this service will be a blessing to you and your life. Aren't you glad to know that God is in control? Hallelujah. I know that it might seem like things are out of control. Hallelujah. But we praise God to know that he is still in control. It doesn't matter what it looks like. It doesn't matter what you are going through at this moment. Hallelujah. Ultimately, God is in control. Would you help me to appreciate the Tabernacle of Praise Church Choir? Certainly thank them for, amen, the service, the ministry that they render to the people of the Lord. This time I'd like to first to go to the word of the Lord. I want to stay uh, right there in the, the spirit of praise and worship that we're experiencing at this point. I am so glad uh, to the Lord for uh, how he's just kind of taken over this morning and reminded us that in spite of anything that we're going through, that praise is still in order, that we're to give thanks in all things, but this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning us. And so I'd like to have you go with me to a couple of passages of scripture. Uh, Genesis chapter 2, we'll be reading verses uh, 8 through 17, and then Acts chapter 16, familiar passage, but only three scriptures there, three verses, uh, the 24th through the 26th verse, Genesis 2, 8 through 17, and then Acts 16, 24 through 26, and I would that you would pray for me that God will help us Amen. To communicate this certainly the way that he has uh, given it to us and we've received it. When you have Genesis chapter 2, say amen. I invite you to read along with me. And the Lord God planted a garden eastward in Eden. And there he put the man whom he had formed. Not of the ground. He made, made the Lord God to grow every tree that is pleasant to the sight and food excuse me and good for food the tree of life also in the midst of the garden and the tree of knowledge of good and evil and a river went out of eden to water the garden and from thence it was parted and became into four heads the name of the first is pison that is it which passeth the whole land of Havilar, where there is gold. And the gold of that land is good. There is bdellium and the onyx stone. And the name of the second river is Gidon. The same is it that compasseth the whole land of Ethiopia. And the name of the third river was Hedekel. That is it which groweth toward the east of Assyria. And the fourth river, Euphrates. And the Lord God took the man 
and put him into the garden of Eden to dress it and to keep it. And the Lord God commanded the man, saying, Of every tree of the garden thou may eatest free, thou may freest, excuse me, mayest freely eat. But of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil thou shalt not eat of it. For in the day that thou eatest thereof thou shalt surely die. And then let's go to Acts. Acts chapter 16 and then verse 24. Whom having received such a charge, thrust them into the inner prison and made their feet fast in the stocks. And at midnight, Paul and Silas prayed and sang praises unto God. And the prisoners heard them. And suddenly there was a great earthquake so that the foundations of the prisons were shaken and immediately all of the doors were opened and everyone's bands were loosed. The word of the Lord is blessed. I realize these two scriptures in and of themselves when we combine them together don't make sense and so I pray that you'll pray for me while I do my best to help them to make sense. Before we pray, I would just like to, because it's our custom to give a theme or give a text, amen, the, the text that I'd like to speak to you from for the next few moments is to encourage each of us to bring back the environment of praise. To bring back the environment of praise. I realized through the past several months, the enemy has tried to do his best to take away the desire that we have to really praise and magnify the name of the Lord. Sometimes it's difficult to find and search out good reasons to praise the Lord. But one of the things that I can praise God for even right now is that where we stand, we've got life. We've got health and strength. Hallelujah. When we look back and we consider that 300,000 of our fellow citizens that started out with us the first of this year, they're not with us, but we're still here. And that's enough to give God praise for. Precious Father, we come before you with thanksgiving, honoring you. We honor you, Lord, because you are good and your mercies are everlasting, oh God. Your truth endureth to all the generations. And God, we thank you and we praise you. We ask, Lord Jesus, today, God, that you would give us reason, enable us to remember our responsibility back to you, God, is to give you praise, to give you honor, to create the kind of environment that you might dwell in. We realize, oh God, when we create the right kind of environment, you're not far, oh God, from being able to dwell in our midst. And so we ask, Lord, that you would dwell with us on this morning. Hallelujah. That you would pull up a chair that we have designated for you. Hallelujah. That you would rest, oh God, and abide with us. 
cause your spirit to hover over us, oh God, in the name of Jesus. God, as we lift you up, as we give you glory, as we recall to our minds, Lord, uh, hallelujah, and remember, hallelujah, that it's because of your mercies uh, that we are not consumed, that we will give you praise, that we will continue to give you glory and honor. Let it come from the fruit of our lips, uh, hallelujah, Lord, uh, but let the origin of it be, uh, hallelujah, in the recesses of our hearts and our minds, God, uh, hallelujah, when we think on your goodness and all that you have done for us, hallelujah, we ask, uh, God, that our praise would spring up, hallelujah, that we will create an environment, hallelujah, so not only that you would dwell, hallelujah, but that we would, might be blessed. These things we ask in your name and for your sake. We say thank you, Lord. Amen and amen. You may be seated. I started out with the, the book of Genesis and to actually kind of help us through the description that was given to actually be able to understand the kind of environment that was created for man to actually dwell in. And in the beginning, after God had created the world and all of the vast array of life, the scripture says that he had planted a garden east in Eden and he placed Adam there. Hallelujah. And Adam's responsibility was to work it and to take care of it. Later, God fashioned Eve uh, after he did somewhat of an outpatient overnight surgery on Adam and then presented her to him as his mate and companion so that the two of them might dress the garden. The two of them might be responsible for populating uh, and growing the earth. Adam and Eve found that the Garden of Eden was a perfect environment in which they could thrive and prosper because the place that they uh, dwelled in, God had prepared it and he had placed uh, everything around them so that there was an environment for God to come and visit at any time that he wanted to. It was a perfect environment. It was only as they remained in God's presence that they could realize their full potential and become everything that God had created and made them to be. Because of the environment, even though God did not dwell there every day, it was an ideal place for God to come and meet the man that he had put there. God's original desire and design was for Adam and Eve and their descendants to reproduce and actually create what I would consider to be Edens throughout the entire earth as they obeyed God's command to be fruitful and multiply in number, to fill the earth and to subdue it. Mankind did fill the earth. Mankind did subdue it to a large degree, but sin separated us from God and removed uh, God's presence from each and every one of us. As a result, hallelujah, we were cut off from Eden and the earth was filled with the consequences of sin. Uh, 
the earth was filled with war and hatred and violence and selfishness and suffering, despair. And today we still struggle daily with the consequences, even as believers, that the forefathers have laid upon us. There is a restlessness in us. And although we may not always recognize its source, for many of us, I believe that our hearts and our spirits yearn to return to an Eden-like environment, uh, hallelujah, to a bright and vibrant and vital relationship with God, uh, hallelujah, that is characterized uh, by the continuation uh, of the presence of God in our lives. It's not always easy to maintain, but that is a desire I believe that each of us have, is to have the presence of the Lord dwell among us all the time. The mundane and the difficult and worldly circumstances that surround uh, us in our everyday existence, uh, they seem what they somewhat seem to, to come to resist our efforts to walk happily with our God discouragements and ne negativity or everywhere we look we have no trouble at all finding uh, individuals that don't necessarily agree uh, with our philosophy and our belief toward Jesus Christ. Uh, they actually come against in many cases what we believe making it even more difficult for us to maintain a healthy relationship with the Lord. Uh, the world anymore is filled uh, with indifference and mediocrity and, and chaos and confusion. You can always find people whose lives are going nowhere that fear and resent you because you're determined to rise against your circumstance, rise up uh, above the fray. Never forget that our circumstances don't have to dictate our environment. That God has enabled us, in a sense, to recreate Eden, if that's what we want to do, through the blood of Jesus and the indwelling of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. We have the ability to create an environment that draws the presence of God near wherever we are. And that environment can be realized in the atmosphere of our praise. Hallelujah. We witnessed that just moments ago uh, as we begin collectively to praise and magnify the name of the Lord. We could sense uh, that the presence of the Lord was here. Psalms 20, 22 and 3 says that God inhabits the praises of his people. So when God's people praise him, it doesn't matter where they praise him. It doesn't matter when they praise the Lord. Hallelujah. If you're willing to praise and magnify the name of the Lord, he draws near wherever worship and praise is going on. God has given each of us a praise ministry. He's given each of us the ability to worship. Hallelujah. He's put a praise team in everybody. Hallelujah. And you don't have to go any farther. You don't have to look any farther than just an inch past your nose. It's called your lips. Call your mouth, your tongue. You can offer up a praise unto God and God will come wherever you are. 
God doesn't need our praise in order for him to be God. But we sure do need the presence of God. Hallelujah. In order to be complete in him. God's presence doesn't come. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Unless we begin to praise God. If we desire to live a lifestyle that gives us unlimited access to the Lord. We must learn how to cultivate and to continue create an environment of praise unto the Lord. Hebrews 13, 15 says, Through Jesus, therefore, let us continually offer to God uh, a sacrifice of praise uh, from the fruit of our lips uh, that confess his name. Uh, praise is a sacrificial offering that we offer up to God. It's, it's from the first fruit of our lips. Uh, what are you saying? I'm saying in the morning, uh, the first thing that we should do when we wake up, Hallelujah, so give God praise uh, and say, this is the day that you have made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. One way to look at praise is to think of it as bragging on God. <laughs> hallelujah, when we praise uh, the name of the Lord, we are telling, uh, hallelujah, the Lord, that you are good, uh, that you are wonderful. Uh, everything that we have, it's in you. Hallelujah. Glory to God. That's why we come before you. Uh, hallelujah. Bragging uh, on your name. Uh, bragging uh, on your character. Bragging uh, on your nature. Uh, bragging uh, on, your, uh, on your attitude. Uh, glory to God. And your attributes. Uh, because it's giving. Uh, glory to God. Agreement to God. Concerning what he has already said about himself. So when we praise the Lord, uh, his presence comes near. Hallelujah. When we praise the Lord, uh, the presence of Almighty God uh, begins to show forth uh, into those that are praising him. Uh, his benefits, uh, they become released uh, to those that will give God uh, this praise, uh, this environment uh, of praise. Uh, hallelujah. Glory to God. Uh, we praise him for it. Uh, that's why God gave us the Holy Ghost. Uh, hallelujah. Because in our own strength, uh, we couldn't praise him uh, as we ought. Uh, but the Spirit himself uh, maketh intercession for us with groanings that cannot be uttered. So praise is something that we can do anytime. We can do it anywhere. Hallelujah. As we learn to exercise our personal praise ministry, we can create what I will call Eden wherever we are. When you start praising the name of the Lord, when you start giving him glory, Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. You will feel the presence of the Lord come in. Hallelujah. Somebody just shout Jesus. Hallelujah. Shout it again. Jesus. Hallelujah. The presence of the Lord is here. It's one thing to know. God, that, to know that God is um, omnipresent, but it's another thing to experience the reality or the manifestation of God's omnipresence uh, on a personal basis. Uh, as saints of God, we need to understand that the need that we have for the presence of God uh, is great, uh, especially in this hour, uh, that everything else in life uh, depends on whether or not uh, the presence of 
God is here. Hallelujah. I don't want to go anywhere. I don't want to do anything. I don't want to be in any kind of atmosphere where I can't bring in the presence of God. And our praise begins to attract the presence of God. True praise is an exercise. True praise is a discipline that flows from a pure heart and an humble spirit. When we brag about God, we're acknowledging his sovereignty. We're acknowledging his lordship. We're not just paying him lip service, but we're actually saying, it's in you that I live and I move and I have my being and I don't want to go anywhere, do anything without your presence. Anytime God hears a person or people begin to brag on him, it draws him near to wherever uh, that praise is being offered up. Uh, hallelujah. Wherever there's the spirit of humility. Uh, hallelujah. There's the outpouring. Uh, hallelujah. Of acknowledgement uh, of God's goodness. It draws the spirit of God near. When we lift up our voices in praise, uh, we are agreeing with God uh, concerning himself. Hallelujah. Which is the complete opposite of what Adam and Eve did uh, in the garden. Remember that Satan, uh, glory to God, when he tempted Eve, he said, did God really say that you must not eat from any tree in the garden? With the question that Satan, uh, hallelujah, began to, to imply was in a disagreement with God. And he says to Eve, I, I disagree and I want you to disagree with me. Taking in by Satan's deception, Eve decided that she disagreed with God and some way, somehow got her husband to disagree with God also. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Uh, the, 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 the scripture may have suggested that it was a disagreement, uh, but when it reached the ears of God, uh, it became sin. Sin is rebellion against the known revealed will of God. It is disagreement or failure to do what you know. Hallelujah. God has called for you to do. Sin is what Adam and Eve were responsible for in getting kicked out of the garden, removed from the presence of God and from the presence of his covering. It broke their relationship with God. It was a breach that was inherited by all of their descendants. But for everyone who trusts in God in faith, hallelujah, everyone that believes in the efficacious blood of Jesus Christ that cleanses us from sin and restores broken relationships with God. Hallelujah. If when we begin to by faith believe God, believed in the finished work of Jesus Christ, it restores us. Hallelujah. To a right place in God. The praise of our lips recreates the spiritual environment of Eden and it attracts the presence of God. Praise reverses the sin of the Garden of Eden because we are now agreeing with God concerning himself and concerning his word.
when we agree with God, hallelujah, when we do it in humility and in faith, it causes God to come near us. It draws us nearer to God. If you want God to come where you are, just start agreeing with him with what he says in his word. When we say, oh Lord, hallelujah, you're good and your mercy endureth forever, God draws a little bit nearer. When you say, I lift up my voice to you, I worship, I glorify your name, we get with, he moves closer to us. When we begin, hallelujah, hallelujah, to say you're wonderful, you're almighty, your provision, hallelujah, they are continual and everlasting, it draws us closer to him. When we say that you're a healer, you're a deliverer, it draws us closer to him because we are agreeing with what his word says. Sin is a rebellion against God, but praise is a reflection of our relationship with him. When we praise God, we draw near to him. We agree with what he says about his nature, about his character, about his attributes. Uh, hallelujah. We agree that uh, uh, all things were made by him and created uh, by him. We become, uh, hallelujah, we start giving him a reason uh, to come where we are. We start creating an environment uh, that's conducive for God to dwell in. Check this out. If praise is necessary to attract God's presence, then praise is necessary to cause him to abide, to maintain. The Bible depicts God on his throne in heaven. Hallelujah. And when he's on his throne in heaven, everything around him is giving him the praise. Everything around him is giving him glory and honor because God dwells in the praises of his people. Hallelujah. The reason that he stays in heaven is because he's got somebody there giving him the praise. Hallelujah, day in and day out. Hallelujah, Isaiah 6 says in the year that King Uzziah died, I also saw the Lord up on his throne, high and lifted up. His train filled the temple. Above it stood the seraphims. Each of them had six wings. With twain, they covered their face. With twain, they covered their feet. With the other two, they did fly and one cried to another one holy 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 is the Lord of hosts the earth is filled with his glory hallelujah hallelujah and the post of the door moved at the voice of him that cried and the house was filled with the presence of almighty God in Revelation, hallelujah, John describes God seated on the throne guarded by four angelic hosts. 
Hallelujah. Praising him continually. Each of them, glory to God, each of the four creatures has six wings. They are covered with their eyes. Hallelujah. Those that are sitting with him have eyes all around. They keep their eye on Jesus, on God. Hallelujah. Day and night, they never stop saying, holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. He who was and is and is to come. Taking their cue from those four angels. There are 24 elders surrounding the throne. Hallelujah. When they see that, the angels go forth. They throw down their crowns. They get in the position of praise. Hallelujah. They begin to praise and magnify God, saying, worthy our Lord, our God, to receive glory and honor and power, for you created all things, and by you, hallelujah, will they will they be created and they exist the inhabitants of heaven praise God continually untethered hallelujah glory to God and it attracts God it maintains their presence his presence with them glory to God but it needs to be offered up from a pure heart one who is devoted holy and totally to the Lord God. A half-hearted praise just won't do it. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. We've got to learn how to come before his presence with singing. To enter into his courts with praise. And it doesn't hinge on whether we feel like it or not. How many know uh, uh, that, that the wonderful thing about praise uh, for the true believer is that when you start giving God praise, uh, even though, mother, you might not feel like it when you first come in, uh, when you first start, uh, but it's something, uh, Elder, when you start saying, Jesus, uh, I love you, when you start thinking uh, about how good he's been, uh, hallelujah, you say it again, uh, Jesus, uh, and something begins to happen uh, on the inside. When you first started out, you were in the mood. But all of a sudden, you feel like giving God the praise. Because true praise comes only from the humble heart that is focused on God. Hallelujah. The humble heart. Hallelujah. That is thankful for what God has done in their lives. God is holy and will not pretend that we are honoring him when we're really not. This is one of the great uh, repeated sins of the nation of Israel. Their praise and their worship, they allowed it to degenerate to the point to where it was meaningless, to the point to where it was hypocritical, to the point to where it was just a ritual. It was just something that they were going through. The Bible declares that their lips, hallelujah, were totally detached from where their heart was toward God. The Bible said the people come near me with their mouths. They honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. They worship Worship, their worship of me is made up of rules that they put forth. Not what I require. The full blessing and the presence of God 
are reserved for those who come to him and praise him with their whole hearts. David said, who shall ascend into the hill of the Lord? Who shall stand upon, uh, 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 stand in his holy place? He that has clean hands and a pure heart, who has not lifted up his soul to vanity, nor sworn uh, deceitfully, he shall receive the blessings of the Lord and the righteousness from the God of his salvation. This is the generation that seek him that seek thy face. Oh, Jacob, throughout the Bible, we find this example of God's presence being ushered in by praise, by the praise of his people. I know that we're going through some difficult times. Hallelujah. But I just believe that if we learn how to give God the praise, there's something that happens when you begin to praise and magnify God. Hallelujah. There's this pattern throughout the Bible that is common enough for us to conclude that generally speaking, praise is a prerequisite to, to God uh, bringing the presence where you are. It's not an absolute because God is sovereign. He's accountable to no one except himself. He can do whatever he wants to do, whenever he wants to do it, however he wants to. He doesn't have to follow a specific order. But the one thing that I believe in general, that God doesn't visit his people and manifest his presence without their first being a lifting of his name in praise. And still until we acknowledge that Lord you are good and your mercies endureth forever. I shall forever lift my voice. Hallelujah. My direction of the praise shall be towards Calvary. To view the cross where you died for me. I lift up holy hands in the sanctuary and I bless the Lord. We do not invite God's presence in uh, or even pray his presence in uh, as much as we praise his presence into a place. This is a principle by which God himself has chosen to work. When Joshua was preparing the children of Israel to conquer the walled up city of Jericho. God gave him special instructions. He said, I don't want you to do anything but what I tell you to do. He said, for six days, I want you to take the entire group and walk around the wall of Jericho one time. Don't say nothing. Just follow my instruction. On the seventh day, I want you to walk around and when you finish walking around I want you to shout and the Bible said they shouted together hallelujah and the walls of Jericho came tumbling down and although this this passage doesn't specifically state that Israel was praising God but the word shout is taken from a Hebrew word ruah, which is to shout joyfully. 
It's, it's the same. It's the same word that's used in Psalm 100 that we have posted outside the door. Hallelujah. Where the, where the word of the Lord says, make a joyful noise unto the Lord. All ye lands, serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Know that ye are, he is the Lord thy God is he that has made us. And we not ourselves enter into his gates with thanksgiving and to his courts with praise. Hallelujah. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. In public worship, it would denote praise being one of the more intimated kind of offerings. The priests blew trumpets. The, pre the people raised their voices with a great shout of joy triumphant and praising God. God's presence and power came down in the walls of Jericho fell flat. That's why we need to praise God. Somebody needs to praise God. You've got walls everywhere. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You're trying to talk them down and you're trying to worry them down uh, and you're trying to declare them down and all of that is well and fine but there, there's something about hallelujah praising the name of the Lord in front of the wall that is in front of you. That's why some people can't get free because you won't open up your mouth and give God the praise and tell God, I thank you for this mountain. I thank you for the trouble. I thank you for the storms that you brought me through. I'm getting ready to get out of your way. Hallelujah. But the Bible says, uh, hallelujah, glory to God in Acts chapter 16, uh, that at midnight, uh, hallelujah, when Paul and Silas uh, was thrown in jail uh, for no reason of their own, uh, they didn't get mad. Uh, hallelujah. But they came up with a plan. Uh, I believe you need to get with somebody, uh, hallelujah, and come up with a plan. Paul told, Paul told Silas, hallelujah, we in here, but we're going to make the best out of a bad situation. If you start praying, I'll start praising God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And the Bible says that at midnight, Paul and Silas begin to praise and magnify God. Hallelujah. The other prisoners heard them. I don't know what the song was. I don't know what the praise was, but somebody in the jail, hallelujah, knew what they were talking about. They joined in in the praise. They joined in in the prayer. They joined in in the rejoicing. They joined in in the song. And the Bible said, suddenly there was a great earthquake so that the foundations of the prison were shaken. And immediately, the doors were open. Everybody's doors was open. If we praise God together, everybody's doors can get open. Every man's bands were loose. Clearly, praise was present in the prison before the presence of the Lord came down. 
And through their praise, Paul and Silas turned the prison into an Eden filled with God's presence. Everybody could feel the presence of Almighty God. Everybody knew that God was in that place. Bible said so much so. The praise got so strong. The presence of the Lord came in so heavy that the jailer I said that the jailer threw up his hands and said what must I do to be saved? How many need some doors open? Hallelujah. How many need some bands loose? How many need some things to be turned around? Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. You ought to just begin to praise God. You ought to begin to give him the glory. Hallelujah. Bless the name of the Lord. Bless the name of the Lord. Help me to praise God. Lord, I thank you. I thank you for what you're getting ready to do. I thank you for healing. I thank you for a turnaround. Hallelujah. I thank you that you're Jehovah Rapha, the God that heals. I thank you that you're the Jehovah Nisi. Hallelujah. The God that fights for me. I thank you you're Jehovah Jireh. Hallelujah. 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 I'm getting ready to pray. Hallelujah. When Jason Nelson sings a song, my praise causes things to get better. It looses and breaks every fetter because my it increases my faith when I praise God hallelujah I can feel the presence of God when I praise him and it releases the blessings of the Lord would you stand all over the building I want to pray hallelujah glory to God Glory to the Lord. Hallelujah. 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 God is here to change things. He just needs for you to open up your mouth and praise him. Praise him. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I don't know about you, but I just want to tell somebody on the day, I can, I can hear the Calvary coming. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Somebody needs to know that help is on the way. Glory to Jesus. Glory to God. Hallelujah. My Lord, would you bow your heads in a word of prayer? Gracious Father, we come before you. We thank you, Lord, that we have someone that we can turn to. 
Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord, that we can cast all of our cares on you because you care for us. Your word says to us that we can come boldly now before the throne of grace to obtain mercy and find grace to help. There are some that are in trouble. There's some that don't know which way to go. There's some, oh God, that are tired, that are worn, that are weary, God. But we know that you're able. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. Glory to God. You encouraged us through your word to know that in our weakness, that your strength is made perfect. Glory to God. That weeping may endure for the night, but joy is coming in the morning. Thank you for your strength. Hallelujah, the ability to praise your name in the midst of adversity. For we know God, hallelujah, glory, that if we hold on, if we build, if we're strong, that help is on the way. Ask it right now, Lord, to look favorably upon those, oh God, that know that they need you. Create an opportunity for them right now, Lord, to raise their hands to you. And to say to you, forgive me of my sins. I repent of my ways. Wash me in your blood and cleanse me. Take control of my life. In the name of Jesus, I offer up my body as a living sacrifice, wholly acceptable unto you. I lift up my voice in praise because it's you, O oh God, hallelujah, that has given us the victory. Pray now, Lord Jesus that you would look in on every sick room right now. Hallelujah, Lord. You know those, oh God, uh, that are even on our prayer list. Others that have requests up before you. You're a God, uh, hallelujah, that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we can ask or think according to the power that works in us. Stir up the power, God. Uh, enable us to lift up a praise, oh God. Hallelujah. The kind of praise that would bring down the walls, the enemies of our life, those things that come to try and intimidate us and take us out. God, we pray that you would increase strength to them that have no might. Hallelujah. You said in your word, hallelujah, that youth shall shall fall. Glory to God. They shall utterly be destroyed. But those that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. We will mount up with wings like eagles. We shall run and not be weary. Walk and not faint. Let it be unto us now, God, according to your word and according to our faith. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, we pray. We say, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Come on, let's lift up a praise unto the Lord. Hallelujah. Let's thank him in advance. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Lord. Glory to the Most High God. To the Most High God. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Jesus. Come on, choir. It's what I do. Come on, let the world know. Praise. 
do. On the bad days, that's what I do. Bless the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. With uplifted hands. Heavenly Thank you for listening today. If you want to learn more info about our church, visit us on our website at www.topchurchlv.com. We hope this message encouraged you to know you can live victoriously through Jesus Christ. Join us next week for another sermon to uplift your spirit.